Welcome back to the newest corporate happiness show. I'm Jacqueline Pirtle, your host, and I tell you what, I'm just super, super excited because today this show is actually number 30 of a season one, meaning that this is actually the finale, a grand finale it is absolutely. And I'm just over the moon because I tell you what, we had a really, really great, great audience, you know, so thank you for everyone always listening. We had amazing guests. I learned a lot. And today I feel like we have the most special guest ever. Why? Well, we're going to let you in on what she actually means to the Corporate Happiness Show. So welcome Zoe Pertle to the show. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm usually on the other side of, of all of this, but it's very cool to be here. I know, right? Well, hint, hint, listener, she has the same last name that I do. So anyway, so Zoe, um, you are an audio engineer. You are an indie artist, a musician, and just the most talented person I am always surrounded by. And you are always a published author of all of my books and other fellow authors. So, I mean, it's like, tell us a little bit about what do you really do, especially for the Corporate Happiness Show? Well, for the Corporate Happiness Show, I'm an audio nerd. So I handled setup <laughs> on the recording. <laughs> I handled setup with the recording gear that uh, Jacqueline Pirtle or Freaky Healer uses. Um, I also take care of all of the audio editing that happens after the recording itself. So once I've got the audio, I put it together with the video. So I guess I do a little bit of video editing, <laughs> but um, I'm only, I mostly focus on the audio parts of it and leave the video alone. So I will trim things. I will make sure it sounds smooth. I'll put some compression, make sure everybody sounds level. So it's, you know, it sounds good. Um, That's amazing. But outside yeah. of... <laughs> But outside of the Corporate Happiness Show, I do a lot more. I, well, I also contribute music to, um, to the show as well. So I will make background music and we will put that underneath. So for instance, the intro music you hear when you tune into the Corporate Happiness Show, that's actually one of my pieces. It's original music and uh, given to Freaky Healer. Uh, outside of Freaky Healer, I write my own music. I'm an indie artist, so I will... I will write the music myself, I'll record it, I'll mix, master, release it, I'll do it all. Um, but I'm also a freelance audio engineer, so I'll work with corporate companies to create sound branding moments. So if they have a, a logo that is animated and needs sound, that's something that I contribute, uh, so on and so forth. So I do a lot of odd audio jobs. I'm, I'm an audio nerd. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, honestly, it's like I learned from you, you know, about the microphone and everything and about our guests and what to tell them. And so I feel like I learned so much, you know, not only uh, from all the guests and their input, whatnot, but also like from you and then in the background, how it's then really produced to the end. So it sounds good. And the people, the guests are always, well, the listeners and the guests are always really, really happy with the outcome. Why do you think it's important, it's important that it sounds good? It makes a more enjoyable listening experience. I'm more picky than most because it's my job to be picky. I've trained my ears to be picky. <laughs> I was already picky. Let's get that out of the way. I was already picky, but um, <laughs> I became pickier as um, 
as someone in the field, you, you notice things a certain way, right? And I've been training myself to do that. So for me in particular, if there's, for, for instance, if there's constant like lip noises in the recording, it's hard for me to pay attention. Or if one guest's voice is louder than the hosts or vice versa, it just makes it a little bit more distracting and it's hard to take in the information because I'm too busy listening to the inconsistencies that are happening with the audio. Again, I'm more picky than most, so most listeners might not have that problem. I mean, there's so many podcasts out right now that do not get produced to the same level as this one just because they don't have an engineer, they don't have the budget for it, they don't know who to work with. So in all fairness, right, it, it happens. It's always it's always a possibility um, that it's totally okay anyway. But me personally, I think it's important because it makes a more enjoyable listening experience when you don't pay attention um, or don't have to pay attention to the inconsistencies of the audio. Yeah, I like that. And that too turns a, in, in the, a, a little bit into like a happiness thing, right? So if it sounds mm -hmm. good, it also is like contributes to the corporate happiness show that is all about happiness. So what does happiness mean for you personally? So happiness, I think for me is tied a lot to fulfillment. I need to do things that I not only enjoy, but give me a certain satisfaction in doing. Not like, ha ha, I did this, you can't do this, right? Not that kind of, not that kind of fulfillment. But just like a deep, like soulful fulfillment of, I enjoy what I do. I feel gratified that I was able to spend time on doing it. And I also feel like, you know, I did this really well. I'm proud of myself for doing it this way. So that's one aspect of happiness. Um, I also get a lot of happiness from my family, from my close social circle. I mean, I, I kind of keep it small. I'm, I'm not really like a big social person, but I like having my small social circle and putting time into it and spending time with those people that I love so much. So I think well, love is happiness. Thank you for the compliment and right back at you. <laughs> That's what happiness means for me too. So you know, my mom is my favorite person. Just saying. I know my daughter is my favorite person too. I, I don't know if the people can guess who that is. But anyway, so moving on. No, I'm sure they have no idea, right? <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. So what about corporate happiness? Like happiness at work? What is you know, like, what is it for you? Why do you think it's important? And why do you think we need to talk about it? I mean, I've worked as a freelance, as a freelancer with corporate companies. I've worked as part of corporate companies. Um, I was as an assistant director in a music school and it was a corporate uh, position. I think it goes back to fulfillment. I think fulfillment is also something in the workplace, you know, being able to do the job, being able to do it well without worrying, hey, is my boss going to get me in trouble because I did this a different way than I'm supposed to, but I did it well and the end result is the same. So I also think maybe a little bit of freedom to and a little bit of a broader mindset, maybe, because when your boss has the ability to give you a little bit of freedom because they see the bigger picture and they're like oh the end result is the same it's going to be maybe even better and they give you the room to do that i think that's part of corporate happiness is trust between the boss and the employees that the employees are doing things right and they are trying to make things work and move forward it's not just the boss I like that. What about values? Values is such a big thing right now. Everyone speaks about values. Why do you think values are so important? I think it's because most people want to make sure they align 
because if they align with the company before they've even joined the company, it, it gives them a better chance at succeeding in that company and that company succeeded with them. For instance, if I were to apply somewhere and I learn, hey, actually they hate blue hair. <laughs> I'm, okay, bye. <laughs> See yeah. you next time. Good luck. I wish you will. But obviously that's not the right fit for me. And I, I think it's just as simple as that. You know, if I can already see with the company values, hey, this is something I agree with, then I have a better chance at succeeding within that company versus in, in that company succeeding with me as an employee. I'm not going to be, you know, this rebellious teenage employee is like, eh, I'm not doing this because I don't like it. And they're like, but you knew this coming in, right? So I think it works both ways. It, it It's an alignment of people finding their right workplace and the right workplace finding them. Yeah, and able, being able to be who you really are and not being judged because you're unique and you're actually true to yourself, which the Corporate Absolutely. Happiness yeah, show stands for that. And also my work all stands for that. So well, and again, I feel like it's less about like judgment, like you're, they're not judging. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I don't judge companies for having different values than me. Their values are their values. They were setting them a long time ago. If I'm not trying to change it, then it's not my business, right? But my values are my business and those are important and those are important to the company as well. So I think it's just, it, it's helpful. The values thing is helpful because it helps us align with what we're looking for and have a company that aligns with us. So yeah, absolutely. Plus if, if, if a value is growth of a company, then they're more likely to accept someone who's outside of the box thinking then someone, then a company who's like, yeah, we value our old fashioned, our, our, we've been upholding the same standard since, I don't know, 1921 or something like that, then it's like good for you. But that's probably not something that someone with a, with an open mind and with like thinking out outside of the box ideas, that might not necessarily be the best fit. So I, I think it's helpful, but. Absolutely. So what would you tell um, other fellow young people out there that are going into the workforce that are a little bit tad younger than you, they're just coming out of school, you've been there, done that for a while now. Um, so what would you tell these young people some, you know, to that they can hold themselves uh, on to, to absolutely take the bravery and being who they are and going out there and looking for a job. I mean, there's three, three things that I've been told. One is a quote, but three things that I've been told that I think are super important when you're entering the workforce for the first time. One is, I'm pretty sure you said this to me actually, when you enter, <laughs> when you're going to an interview, <laughs> Hey, it was smart. I'm going to say it. <laughs> but when you go into an interview with someone and you're applying for a job, it's not just them interviewing you. You are also interviewing them, right? So sure, if you're if you're interested in a job and you're starting to get desperate for one, I've been there, believe me. Um, <laughs> not everyone likes blue hair. Uh, <laughs> but ultimately it's it's important because if you don't like them in that interview and it's going to be something that's going to be hard to change later right circling back to the whole values thing if something like integrity wise or or for your morals or whatnot if it's something that you can't live with later don't do it right 
interview them just as they're interviewing you and then the other one is this is kind of a cliche but i think it's important especially when there is fear in in the situation is like bravery is not without fear right bravery is acting in spite of that fear despite the fear right you're not you're not acting because of the fear you're doing things in spite of it so acknowledge your fear embrace it and then let it go because it ain't helping you uh, and just kind of just know it's normal right first time I applied for a job I was terrified and then I got the call for the interview and I was like oh oh <laughs> now what so it's it's step by step and then the last thing and this is pretty much geared towards music producers but I think it also works for ideas is like your your ideas your music your creations are not doing you any favors on your hard drive don't leave them in your hard drive I was told this by a guest speaker during my college years, and it's something that's stuck with me for a long time. Don't leave your stuff in your hard drive. It's not helping you there. Get it out there. Even if only like five people see it, you might have changed one of those five people's lives, and they who knows who they know, right? It's not about the immediate connection. It's also about the connection that that connection has. So it goes all the way around. So that's, I guess, a bit more towards networking, but... I love those that. Are, those are the three things that I would say. <laughs> very, very good. I love that. Love that. So what do you do and or what is your main goal with your music? What are you, I mean, what are you trying to accomplish for yourself? And what are you trying to get out there? And how are you trying to make people feel or touch them with your music? Well, it's 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 a multifaceted answer because I do so many musical things and I can't bring myself to let go of any of them. It's it's I, I like having all these different hats that I can wear. I really enjoy that. Um, as far as audio engineering goes, I'm I, I like doing the small the small commitments that I'm doing right now where I freelance, I have I have the odd podcasting gig, I have the odd sound writing moment that I designed which is super fun I love that you have basically 10 seconds to create something memorable I think it's such a cool challenge um, for my personal music I intend to keep releasing I'm already in a, a released artist my stuff is on Spotify iTunes YouTube I continue to I, I plan on continuing with that I would also love to go on tour at some point um, I'm ramping up uh, gigs and performances so that hopefully at some point I can I can join the the plan for um for uh touring because i think touring would be really cool but uh yeah That's and as far as like creating feelings for people not all my songs are like this. I do write the occasional song that's written about a movement that's happening. I wrote a song for um, for BLM when BLM was really, really um, like out there and <laughs> all that crazy stuff was happening. I wrote a song for that and I released it because I thought it was important to say something and to stand up for it and go, hey, this is what I believe. I feel like part of being an artist is also sharing your opinion. You don't have to judge anyone else. It's not about judging, but it's about sharing, hey, this is what I believe because it can be a voice for someone who doesn't have a voice. That's so. true, that's true. So what would you say to podcasters? Like, let's say this season two is gonna come. We have great, great big plans for season two. We're wrapping up season one with this mm -hmm. episode and it's been amazing so far. And season two, we're coming out with a little bit of a different uh, way of doing it. So that brings up the thing like, so what am I supposed to tell 
my new guests so they sound good and they also like maybe podcasters would like to know that too like in case they don't have such a magical person like I do in you doing my sound and telling me how so what makes people sound good and we know well we have stories between you and I how I don't sound so good because of my voice because I'm not able to train it no that's never happened you've always been fabulous you've always been fabulous well Mm -hmm. you make me sound fabulous at the end so what can you like the quality content that stands out for itself well actually that is something if you have quality content it matters a little less it still matters so like i'm not saying it doesn't matter but it matters a little less if your quality is not as great because ultimately it also depends on your budget right microphones are expensive it can be expensive right the one that i'm using right now is not intended for podcasting and i got it on sale at 500 dollars. so just saying mics can be expensive and that's okay if you can't go for the high stuff right away you know this is a climbing game you start with something my first microphone cost fifty dollars in an in a in an amazon package and it's terrible i don't use it anymore i'm actually thinking of giving it to a friend of mine so keep in mind that with your budget you don't have to spend it right now but also keep in mind that if you get a better quality mic right now starting out it's going to last you longer than a short-term mediocre quality mic will so i mean there's 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 also the added benefit of knowing what a couple different like audio terms mean so when a mic is like when you read these reviews and you hear someone say oh this mic has a brighter sound it means that it lifts up the high end so the higher like pitches and nuances of the voice if you have a deeper voice that might actually work really well for you because then it's not going to boom your bass tones right otherwise it, and and it goes the other way if you if someone says this 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 mic in a review oh it's super bassy and it's just it's boomy it makes my voice boomy well they're using the wrong mic what they need to do is be using something that boosts the higher end not the lower end so keep in mind when you're reading these reviews that those terms are very specific and actually can help balance out your voice so for instance mine i have a higher register but when i talk it's a little lower this one is a flat mic it does nothing it boosts nothing which is why it works so well the microphone that freaky healer is using boosts a little bit less (laughs) of the highs boosts a little bit more of the mids because she has a bit of a higher voice and it's not a bad thing right everybody's voice is cool there's a microphone for that so just keep that in mind when you're looking at gear because gear is super important about the sound right gear is so important look at like look at the reviews and see those words that they're using because they will help you figure out if this is good for your voice or not also feel free to just dive into reviews on youtube right you'll hear the differences eventually you will start learning to hear those differences it takes a bit of time but you can train yourself to hear those and ultimately that's, that's gonna help you a lot with questions we get at the end of the you show you can also instead of, instead of internalizing all this you can just make me yes. do the heavy lifting too i'm happy to do that exactly exactly so also i wanted to bring up a little bit like how the corporate happiness show got started so hmm. when i first came to you and said would you be willing to do this um what intrigued you about this i like the idea of breaking into the corporate world and talking about happiness because those are two things that usually do not go hand in hand everyone's <laughs> like oh my job you know it's a job i do it i go home and then i'm happy i'm happy to leave right and i think that it's 
I think it's a nice change of pace, what what the show does and what the show talks about, and that's what intrigued me. Is it's it's um, there's a word for that. It's like pretty odd, or like it's one of those words. Um, I forgot the term for it. This is gonna bug me later, but it's one of those it's one of those terms where it's like it doesn't it doesn't normally come into play together. And I think that it's really cool that we're, that your show is kind of like soothing and erasing that stereotype of it's just a job. You're not supposed to be happy in your job. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the shift is absolutely starting, and that's kind of like why it even why there even was a, a you know a talk about making that show. And it was actually me talking to a friend about. Um, work and energy and happiness and well-being and consciousness because that's where i'm coming from right all that uh, holistic right, practitioner right. energetic work and everything i do for uh people and my books are all about that and um so and i was talking with a friend and then he basically said you have to create a show and it has to be something like a corporate you know whatever kind of and we came up with corporate happiness show and it sounded so amazing and so aligned i knew it's real and it is because the new way of work and the new way of working because we work so many hours it should be enjoyable you know and at least if you don't enjoy the work well what else could you enjoy at work the people you know, sometimes it's just, you know, reflecting on the income or the coffee there is or something or that you get to work from home or whatever. And because when you're actually feeling good and happiness to me, it's not just, you know, giggling on the trampoline all day long. You know, it's like part of it. <laughs> sure. I love to have fun in my life. But the thing is, is happiness is a sort of a well feeling, you know, it's satisfaction. It's like. I feel aligned, I am who I am, and I smile, I laugh, and then also like, you know, sadness can be really happy too, because yes, sad can be happy, just like corporate can be happiness too in the corporate world. It's because when you're looking at sadness and you're realizing the cleansing that there is, then that in itself is well-being, and that goes under the hood of being happy. So it's like a whole thing. and. That's like what intrigued me about the show and everything. And then, of course, we started with amazing guests and we had listeners and lots of downloads. And so and it just kind of grew and everything. So and I'm, of course, really, really happy because every time I say to somebody, hey, would you like to be on the show or they contact me? Same with asking you if you would like to be part of it. People usually say, oh, yes, please. I want to be part of something great like that because it's for the bigger picture. And that's what I really, really love about this work. And I'm really glad that you're making it sound good to make people even happier when they listen to that, right? And I mean, you're- It's my intro... pleasure, I enjoy the work. Yeah, I, and I actually wanted to ask a question. so good, so. I actually wanted to ask a question about your guests. Like, is there a particular reason you chose the guests you did? Like, was there a particular reason why? Was there uh, an, anything well... that stood out about them that you kind of looked at them like, you know, this is the person I want as a guest. You know, the first, my first guest was Grace Woods and she's actually in Europe and she popped into my LinkedIn, you know, I don't know, like opened up LinkedIn and there she was 
and I thought, okay, she would be an amazing first guest. And the reason why is, is when my first book in 2018 came out, 365 Days of Happiness, she actually reached out to me and said, hey, I have your book and I love it and I want to learn more from you. And she's been following my work and we kind of talked here and there a little bit, um, even tried with sessions and whatnot. And uh, but never, you know, I was booked, she was booked and it was just like, but since years, she's been following me and reaching out to me and saying, you know, I took your advice and look what happened. Look, I listened to that and look what happened because I have another podcast that actually reached its completion. It was the daily freak, then it turned into the weekly freak. And um, so I reached out to her and I said, hey, you want to be on my show? Because she is actually a recruiter uh, in a great, great company, very forward thinking in uh, Europe. And I said, would you like to be on the podcast? Because I think you have so much to say. And she said, yes. And she's actually, she was my first guest and um, she's really, really amazing. And then there was uh, from the same company, there were there was like another person that then wanted to come on the podcast because she has so much to say too. And she actually mastered in psychology and it was just a great fit. But um, ultimately, I want to say that all the other guests, they just kind of, you know, it just aligned. Either they came to me or I met them. I said, hey, would you like to be on my show? That would be amazing. And the funny, funny part, and it was not intended. The funny part is that it was mostly women. <laughs> now, you know, I pride myself in that. Girl power. Yes. However, <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me, you know, and uh, it doesn't matter the background. It doesn't matter who they are. I, they were just unique people that had something really amazing to say and it aligned. And then we said, okay, we're going to close off season one with 30 episodes and the new season two will be a little bit different but all guests were incredible all come from different backgrounds and uh so yet yes i think there were like two men in there or whatnot something like that and they're great too because very open-minded very you know very embracing anybody and just like everybody and anybody as it is so and that's kind of like what goes into corporate happiness show because the value of this show is out of the box thinking in how can we create a better workplace for people mm. and um but there are also a bunch of like um hr specialists hr experts in there and just really powerhouses when you hear them mm. speak it's like all you can do is just listen uh they were in there and then we had a couple coaches and we even had a cell um uh, a self-defense uh, firm in there that can create really a uh, safety, you know, safety for your people at work because that can create really happiness. So, and politics, there were, there were politicians in, and there was even a, um, a weatherman, you know, a sport, he's a sports uh, fanatic and a weatherman. So we brought in the weather, how that actually then can create your mood and whatnot and what you can do mm. about. It. So like I said, it's like really broad, but each one of my guests was just really, really uniquely them with that. They had lots to say and they're changing the world as we speak. So does that make sense? Oh, for sure. I was actually going to ask. So given that there's a season two on the way, is there a particular guest 
that you would absolutely adore to have on this show? I was thinking about that because season two will be a little bit different. And uh, my one of my big wishes would be to talk to young people, young people. I want to hear from young people. I want to hear from uh, high schoolers, even middle schoolers, you know, or younger. And I want to hear from college students. What do they think? Because I tell you what, we can talk and talk and talk about how it's been and what we can do, but the future who is the future it's young people so i want to talk to young people that would be my wish and to hear from them what they think is needed what they think the change is what is their future how do they want it to be because they're the ones that are actually the future and so that would actually be something and i'm contemplating on that for season two to maybe make a focus of that so if you are a young person or if you know of an amazing young person that has something to say i would love uh, for them or you to contact me and um then we can talk and we can do a recording or see how we can make that happen because i tell you what in my work uh, the children's book that just ellis in a genie that just published um it's a emotional intelligence book i spoke to so many kids lately and they have so much to say to say and they're young young oh yeah really kids young are so people. smart oh so mm -hmm. young and they have so much to say and i know maybe some will look at it corporate happiness show and she has children or really young people as guests but i tell you what they're the future it's time that we start listening. So thank you for that question, Zoe, because that's a that's great that I was able to say that. <laughs> well, I'm curious. Yeah, so. absolutely. So so we I'm, actually... I'm looking forward to editing. I'm looking forward to editing the next season. I think it's gonna be really really oh, something special. Fun. And if it's mm. young people and children, we're gonna maybe change the theme song too, right? Oh, it's gonna be very, very fun. Yes, let's I foresee it. a bunch of giggle fits. Oh, I love that. I'd love that. Yeah, we need more laughter. So anyway, nah, so... who needs laughter? You know, it's not like it's fun or, or stress relieving or anything like that. Right? Yeah, it's not. It's not making anything better. So let's not even get into nah. that. So <laughs> nah, it's superficial. I know, right? So we actually have come to the end of the episode because, you know, to keep it a little short and dense. So where can people find you, Zoe? Besides, you know, besides where you live. We don't want to give that up. But I mean, No, where... I'm going to keep that bit to yes. myself, actually. Um, that, that, I, I prefer to keep that with a little bit of mystery, you know? Yeah. Shocker. Um, so... Um, well, as for me business-wise, you can find me on LinkedIn and Zoe Pertle. Um, it's Zoe, Z-O-E, no umlaut, no Y. Uh, or you can find me on Instagram. I'm usually pretty fast about responding on Instagram at musician.4.life. No word spellings, it's just for the number dot life, just regularly spelled. Um, and if you're interested in my music, my music is actually available on pretty much any streaming platform you can think of but primarily spotify itunes and youtube under the name zoe mina so fun stuff i so, know excellent yeah. i and i love talking to people about audio like if you are looking for a consultation on gear setup or a microphone or anything i'm always happy to chat with you so please reach out I, I love, love that. People. I love that. I invite everyone, everyone listening to connect with Zoe out of many, many reasons because she will have an answer for 
all her professional thing that she does and also like i said she's the published editor for all of my books meaning that you know yeah there's some good stuff in there yeah too, so if you so. need if you need a proofreader um who can also by 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 some weird coincidence record you vocally <laughs> that's amazing amazing and thank you for everything you do for this show because you are a huge part of the success and um you know i appreciate you professionally the corporate happiness show thanks you with all of the big heart of the corporate happiness show and of course you know you mean the world to me so thanks for being on the show zoe well thank you for having me here and thank you for giving me the opportunity to work on this show because this was honestly very very enjoyable and i had a, i had a great time so awesome and off to season two thank you off listeners. to season two yes yes thank you listeners for listening and we'll see you soon have a great summer